Welcome everyone to another episode of the Army in Time podcast. Today I'm sitting down with Justin from Recon Team Watch Blog. I we actually attended Intersect Dallas. Uh, he was a short two-hour drive away. I was about a short seven-hour away. So <laughs> um, it was a no-brainer, and it was a great opportunity to meet him. So here it is. How you doing, Justin? I'm doing good, Alex. It's glad, I'm glad to be here again. And uh, yeah, seven-hour drive, that's that's a good <laughs> drive, but I'm glad you made it out, man. For sure, man. It was a great event. Um, it was a great opportunity to meet you in person. So I had to take the, 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 the you know, I had to take the the bite and, and drive. For sure, it. dude. Likewise, I had a blast, man. It was cool to hang out and finally get to meet in person and and then do it for real, not over the yeah, webs. For sure, <laughs> man. For sure, do it for real. Yeah, no. Um, so for everyone that is listening now that haven't seen uh, Government Cheese Time, we recorded. We talked a little bit about it, uh, but wasn't our our main topic. So. We just covered it a little bit, but uh, Intersect Dallas, you know, great event where uh, I think last year was the first time it was uh, hosted by Notice in California. And this year, Jack Mason hosted it in Dallas, Texas. It's uh, basically a trade show for watch companies, and uh, there was two knife companies in there. And the great thing, it was, it was microbrands, right? And for me, I think you know personally for me i think it's it was what made it so great is the fact that you know all the brands you can see all of them helping each other you know setting up making sure that everyone you know had the best experience ever from the brand's perspective and that just contributed to extending that towards the people attending because everyone to me was having great fun so yeah, real, um, real homegrown vibes, if you will. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, you get that feeling like everybody's family. It, it didn't seem yeah. like it was like, you know, some hoity-toity event where you had to wear a suit and tie. It was pretty yeah. chill, laid back. Jeans, shorts, T-shirts. Um, it was great. The, the location was Jack Mason's. Uh, um, yeah, the old, boutique. Yeah, the yeah. boutique in Deep Ellum, Texas, which is, you know, a neighborhood of, of Dallas, Texas. So it was, it was a great location, it, you know, great all around. Like it looked really good. It had, they catered food. They had yeah. bars. So it was, it was amazing. You know, they had the I setup. Took, yeah. Yeah. I took, uh, I took an Uber cause I, I drove, I stayed the night before in a hotel and I stayed kind of retire up north towards frisco because i have a couple friends that i was going to visit and uh i took an uber i was like well i'm just gonna have fun i took an uber and for those of you that seen the episode for government cheese time i definitely had a couple drinks <laughs> you can tell, them <laughs> I, you can tell. <laughs> uh, well i was sure. there i didn't get a chance to uh, i didn't get a chance to listen to that episode yet but yeah i was there with you and yeah I was like, go get you another one brother yeah we're just <laughs> yeah. hanging out man having a good time for sure, for sure. I didn't have to drive, so it was great. Um, but yeah, I like the, you know, for people that don't know, the brands that were there was obviously Jack Mason. They hosted it. Uh, Vortec, Vortec watches. Notice, super watches. cool. Yeah, super cool. Uh, Notice. You had um, Dryden. You had So to Sell Baltimore. Is that how you say it? I think it's Sal. 
Sal. I could be right. You could be right. But in my head, I'm like, Sal Baltimore. Yeah. Sal Baltimore. And then um, you had, um, uh, what was that other knife company? It was Finch. And what was the other one? Oh, uh, it I can't remember it either. It's like um, it was a pen company too. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, you name off the other ones and I'll uh, I'll look it up. Then you have Raven Raven watches, which they have some great stuff. And then you had uh, Laurier, um, and Formix, and you know every company in there was. A micro brand or a small brand American company, Formix, obviously. Tactile. Being tactile. That was the knife tactile, company. Tactile, yeah. Tactile. Uh, some great products. And then, you know, the only um, micro or small brand that wasn't from the United States, Formix, which is a Swiss, obviously. Um, killer but stuff. Killer stuff. I mean, they all brought their A game. We got yeah. to see some, some good stuff that hasn't been released from every brand. Um, Field the models actually and and put them on the wrist and see the differences and stuff like that. So it was great, man. It was great. What you think? What you what what was uh what was yeah, your for sure? Yeah, I think uh, I think the whole thing is cool. You know, after talking to Wesley uh, with Notice just about the event and uh, you know the amount of people that showed up was pretty insane. I, I'm pretty sure it was around four to five hundred uh, people that came through throughout that whole time that, that we were there until I think they closed what at five or so. And uh, but I just love that, you know, getting to get hands on with these, you know, independent watch companies that that we don't get to go see in stores. You know, I mean, we can't just roll into a mall and go go pick up a notice deep or, or check out even the prototypes we got to see there were cool. You know, there was a number of brands that had prototypes just laying on the table, but yeah, getting to see those, these cool, you know, independent U S brands that, that aren't at that stage where they can just pump out watches mm -hmm. to go sit in random ADs throughout the country. I think that's a, a, a big thing. And I'm glad that they're, that, you know, um, notice brought that to Dallas and partnered mm -hmm. with Jack Mason to do that. That's huge. Yeah, no, man, it was, uh, it was great for sure. I think, uh, you know, it can only it can only be better for everyone, right? Like, it, great brands that have been established now, pushing other ones to to be to become better, or just continue to push each other to become better. Yeah, uh, it's just better for the for the consumer all around, right? You, we're the yeah, ones. I mean, <laughs> smiles on everybody's faces throughout oh, the day. You know, I mean, just looking oh. at the people getting to touch stuff that they may have not even gotten to see, you know, maybe even not, have, you know, had an online presence. So they're not on Instagram and they're not, they're not seeing these watches, you know, every day, like we are in that space. So, you know, just getting to go there and check out different things. I think that's awesome for the community and the enthusiasts like us, you know, it's, it's just cool. Like kids in a candy store, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, man. I was, de it was definitely like kid in a candy store. So oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely the, the overall right um i was thinking let's just go through the brands let's go through the brands yeah and uh and talk a little bit about each brand um let's just start with jack mason because yeah we'll the, start like how it was when we walked in there because we walked in and it was it was jack mason vortic exactly. notice and then it went to the tactile and then i think exactly. finch and raven yeah we'll do it like that we'll do it like that because that's exactly what i was thinking man it was it was set up that still way fresh in my mind yeah let's go that way let's do it yeah so jack mason man jack mason uh dallas brand that dallas texas that's why when they hosted it it was there 
Um, for those of you that don't know, obviously they started as a as a fashion brand. They were more like a micro brand of like fossil, right? <laughs> so it was it yeah. was a it was very much a, um, a, a fashion brand. And as they progressed, they they made this jump to be an actual watch company, and that's where you started to see a lot of their models change, a lot of their their watches uh, be different, employ different movements, and so on and so on. Obviously, the famous one that everyone has seen is the GMT that came out. Yeah, the Strata uh, Timer. Yeah, Strata Timer. I would say probably nine, ten months ago, maybe a year. Um, mm -hmm. Where they they were the first brand other than Boulevard to use that uh, Miyota uh, True GMT movement. Ninety seventy five, I think it is something like that. Yeah, uh, which you know is a, is a True GMT movement, and for at that moment for small brands to be able to access a movement that was a True GMT that was unheard of, right? Because everyone everyone that was the complaint that everyone had. Everyone likes micro brand gmt they always said oh but you know but i want a a, a a true gmt personally i don't see the argument you know because to me it's like they say okay the, the hour hand moves independently but in the non-true non gmt movements the gmt hand moves independently so they both all, do yeah yeah so all i used to do which honestly was extremely easy was I would adjust the GMT hand to where I was and I would use the local hour hand to where home is at. And yeah. to me, it was very easy to understand that. I don't know if it's the military, you know, I think uh, it probably is. Uh, we, just, we can understand yeah. that, digest it a little bit better. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it's like for us, we're almost never home because it's very rare where you get stationed at home, home. So right, you're yeah. always thinking of the time at home. And the time where you at as yep. additional so for me it was it, it was very easy but that strata timer was uh basically um a big shift for them because they had a, a movement that pretty much not a lot of people had i will say that a lot a lot of the comments that i see online and a lot of the the questions that people have is but is the quality there it, let me tell you, man, um, I was very surprised because for me, um, I got in there, I started handling their, their their watches, and I was very impressed with their divers specifically. Like, they have heft to it. They have great movements. They felt really good. The loom in some of them was, like, ridiculous, man. Like, Yeah, that full loom bezel, the one yeah. that was sitting off to the right of the strap yep. timers that that dude that dude hit with the uh the black light the white yeah. i think it was a white dial yeah. white bezel it looked white dial great. white bezel yeah white yeah. dial white bezel full loom bezel it was a great looking watch um <clears throat> you can tell that those guys also understand what watch enthusiasts like right and i'll yeah. I, I would tell you this what is the number one thing that people used to complain about christopher ward watches People used to complain about the fact that said Christopher Ward, because oh yeah, writing on the dials, yeah. double double logos type stuff. Yeah, yeah. do harp on that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of people like even um from some of the other podcasts, people don't like another dude's name on the watch, right? When it's yeah. a brand's name, they're okay with it. 
but when they see another dude's name, it's like, oh, I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> territorial. <laughs> you know, it's, it's territorial. You know, they're pissing all around the damn. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> but their watches don't have Jack Mason on it. In the back, it's it simple. says it. Yeah. But in the front, in the dial, it has the star. That's yeah. it. For I like it. A, it's a clean a, touch. A Texas company, yeah. For being a yeah. Texas company, and then in the bottom, you'll see, uh, you know, the depth rating, which typical for for watch if is if it's a dive watch, um, and then the Strata timer says Strata timer. Yeah, I think uh, it's GMP. like two lines, maybe yeah, three lines, lines on there. Yeah, simple. Um, and that gives the watch a, a lot more presence to it because. You know, it, it it gives it gives to the fact that they did make that jump from fashion to actual um, watch company, a serious watch company, and uh, you can tell that they did it because they really enjoy that side of the watch uh, industry. Yeah. You know? So it, it, for me, I I enjoy their watches. I thought it was really high quality. They had a lot of pieces out there, and even some pieces that are coming in the future. That man, they were looking really good. Yeah, that uh, what was that that dress watch that uh, Peter watch. was showing us there? Um, yeah. yeah, that two variations. I think one was stainless mm-hmm. steel and one was uh, gold yep. plated, gold. but those things were super clean. Super clean, thin, very much dress thin, watches. Yeah. yeah, smaller smaller cases and stuff like that. So you can tell, you know, they're not making a dress watch that's forty five millimeters that tells no, everyone. True that. to like a vintage yeah. style yeah i think exactly. he said it was 38 mils or something like that but yeah dude the strata mils. the strata timer was killer Beautiful. man like I, I remember standing there with you and we both picked them up and we're feeling on the bracelet yeah. and the fit and finish of everything was was killer and yeah. the size of it was nice the case shape mm-hmm. was unique you know there's so many yeah. divers coming out every single day that are yeah. basically the same case this yep. thing felt like a mix between a doxa and a turtle ish cushion yeah. case and maybe yeah. even a devil diver um from Ooh, below yes. there was kind of all of that just kind of you know vintage-esque 70s yeah. cushion case diver to it but it's not like a thick one you know what i mean like some yeah. cushion cases are nice and thick like a lot of seiko ones are real thick especially the skx this thing felt maybe maybe half maybe a quarter thinner than those are i really liked the the uh the profile on them if you will and it's it's yeah. honestly got me uh wanting to pick up an espresso maybe next month i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> like yeah brown and black combo yes so good. Dude, it looks really good it looks really good for 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 real and you know and and i'll be honest man it um jack mason got me thinking about getting uh getting a watch from them man because you know, to me, one of the things that I can tell real quick if they're if they're cutting corners, right, is that bracelet. We were yeah. talking about it when we were there, you know, um, and their bracelets feel solid. They feel like they're quality bracelets. Both of them, yeah. The, yeah. What was it? It's the seven, the seven link jubilee, exactly, which is like a pretty rare bracelet to see on on, yeah. uh, <laughs> on on those watches, especially divers yeah. and stuff like that. But and the oyster was great too. Mm-hmm. Like I, there wasn't one bracelet I picked up and I was like, eh, exactly. I don't know. It seemed like almost yeah. every brand that I touched there. Now, I think yep. the only one I didn't pick up was any of the Laurier's, but I looked at them, yep. you know. But the bracelets all felt solid for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, great bracelets. It, it actually impressed me a lot, man. It, it did um, from from the the Jubilee, like you said, and and the the oyster style. Man, that Jubilee is the one that impressed me the most. Ooh. And because Jubilee is a hard way to, it's a hard thing to do, right? Like not everyone yeah. executes it well. They're very dressy. And, uh, yeah, yeah. 
and and they definitely are they definitely are you know like for me i like i like a a jubilee after it gets scratched and it yeah. has like all the scratches it's not it's like as shiny yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's got the hairline scratches on it yeah, yeah exactly that that one it, that's when it kills me man that's what i'm like oh this is good <laughs> definitely yeah it just gives it more character too yeah, yeah. I, I definitely i agree with that for sure yeah for sure yeah no that those uh the strata timer and those divers man um they impressed me a lot and honestly ceramic loomed insert bezel bezel inserts those things were cool yep not very often yep. you see like a nice thick you know most ceramic bezels they have the the print in the ceramic where it's at yep. the top of the ceramic yeah, yes. you know what i mean yes. like the the rolexes and stuff it looks like yeah, it's yeah. printed on top these looked like the print was underneath underneath if yeah. you will or like if it was almost printed onto the bezel itself and then there yeah. was a large clear ceramic on yep. top of it you know what i mean it, it had that yep. domeness to it that looked very yeah. unique and and interesting for sure yes that's that's exactly this exactly it, it couldn't say it any better <laughs> i think i in yeah. jack mason i think they're they're definitely a brand who's gonna probably come out swinging hard yes these next couple of years and i was talking mm -hmm. to dan from the zulu time podcast about them you know it's like hey have you have you seen any of these watches have you really heard of jack mason and he was like you know i may have heard the name i'm not too familiar with their stuff and yeah. i sent him a link to that that strata timer and mm -hmm. he was like dude that thing looks yep. killer and i was like man yep. i mean they felt great too like this is a yep. this is definitely a watch worth considering and being a local you know yes. local to me local even to you I, i'll yeah. call you a texan as well and yeah, you know, yeah. supporting local companies is, is what it's all about and they seem like real yeah. watch enthusiasts uh peter For sure. and well what was the other craig one? It's craig yeah craig yeah, yeah craig and peter great guys yeah. seem like yeah. real good just down down to earth watch guys which you you love to see yeah 100 percent. i i loved it i think uh it was um it was a surprise for sure because you know before this before that i hadn't tried or you know touch or handed any jack mason yeah. watches um and you know like everyone you know you, you you see them you see them everywhere online and you're like well i wonder they look good but i wonder if the quality is there if they're a true watch company and then you you get to see it and then you get surprised about it and you're like oh man this is yeah actually good so i enjoy that killer sure. on um on the advertisements too man i've been seeing mm -hmm. the 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 strata timer <laughs> popping up quite a bit on instagram sponsored um ad pages and then they got they got some out to um man i shared one, uh one of his posts today talking about time i think yeah. is his his handle and he was there too i didn't even realize yeah. that he was there yeah. But uh, he took some great photos of the Batman one, and I he shared did. it. And yeah, sick watch, did. dude! That that one's seriously on the top of my list. I may end up getting one next month. So yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> I, I hit up uh, I hit up Peter um, on IG today to see if they did any mill discounts or anything. So I'm waiting <laughs> to hear back from them. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely dude. I'm on the same boat. I'm I'm definitely thinking about getting one of those watches because it impressed me. They're unique. So, They're yeah. unique. Like it's not it's not another watch that you see out there that that mm -hmm. is even close to similar to it and and like you said using that new 
the new Miyota 9075 is, is a game changer. It's just cool. You know what I mean? Like I'm not die hard. Oh, I have to get this. I have, yeah. I just got a Quartz GMT uh, from yeah. Elliot Brown just last week or the week before their new one that they dropped the Beachmaster. So I'm not just like, Oh my God, I have to have this. I don't have a GMT, but they just, mm -hmm. they feel unique. And there's something about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're talking, we were talking kind of joking around like i saw a bunch of black bay 58s at the yeah event. a bunch <laughs> yeah a yeah. bunch like almost yeah. every other arm there was a black yeah. bay 58 yeah. nothing wrong with that at all but i i like to buy stuff that's kind of unique that not everybody unique, yeah. has i feel like i feel like it's just a little bit more fun you know yeah. that way yeah no for sure you know there's uh when there's uniqueness to to a watch it, it's almost like it becomes a talking point you know, exactly. I remember us standing in the middle of the floor just talking and I looked to my left and I remember seeing that guy that was sitting over the over the, the, the oh yeah next to notice and he had one of the studio underdogs uh watermelon watches and yeah, I was like watermelon one you know that guy probably has the hardest watch to get in this whole building and probably the whole, did, the whole yeah. Dallas so it was uh and and you know to me after that, I kind of lost him. I never saw him again. But to me, it would have been that's a conversation started, right? Like, man, how do you get that watch? You know? Yeah. It's it's, it's pretty. Cool. And the fact that he's wearing it there is super cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I saw a lot of I saw probably five or six Rolexes there, those yeah. like subs. You know, just like yeah. a basic, you know, regular subs, whatever you could buy yeah. nowadays. Model, yeah. you know, the Black Bay Fifty Eights, a bunch of those, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool to see something unique. I mean, even seeing that that new black pond. <laughs> yeah, the two swatches. Uh, yeah. There too was was yeah. pretty wild to see. Just actually seeing something like that, you yeah. know, because that's all everybody's talking about online. So the hype <laughs> yeah. is absolutely there. Yeah. Everybody's so hyped about it. There were some kids yeah. standing there talking to Craig at notice about yeah. it. I don't even think that was his watch, but he was just like in awe, yeah. of it, you know, like just sitting there talking yeah. to Craig about it. No, yeah, he that that kid was he's a student in uh he's originally from from kansas but oh okay. he is going to school in unt north dallas uh oh no shit yeah so <laughs> he's going to school up there so he came down and you can tell he's a, he was one of those those guys that look extremely younger than he is he looked yeah, like he, he was, was like, like 15, a middle dude. schooler yes <laughs> I was, I was like, like when he told me he He's was a college the, student. Yeah, when he was like uh, UNT, I was like, dude, you look like you're in middle school, man. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what you're, you're not doing. wrong. Yeah, so it was hilarious, but you know that was it, he was very he was very much about that uh, Blanc Ponce watch. Um, yeah, because the guy there was two guys there that got it. I think there was a couple more that walked through, but two of them were there pretty much the whole time, and one of them um was letting other people wear the watch and yeah, he put the box behind notice table so he oh, that's nice. that's the one that they were wearing at the notice table and um and, and stuff like that so it, he was looking at that one yeah yeah he was looking at that one yeah so yeah cool. that was uh that was jack mason and then after jack mason it was vortic watches Vortic. Yeah, Vortic. And for those of you that don't know, Vortic is a company that does pretty much take pocket watches and makes them wrist watches. Yeah, they obviously they there's more to them. it. <laughs> yeah, there's more to them, but uh that's the basic of it. Um, but um 
but yeah, yeah go I actually ahead, got man. an email from them. Did you get an email from them? Uh, I did. Today? I actually did. I actually did. An <laughs> I, was, email. I was like, how did they get my freaking email address? <laughs> I was like, it yeah. must have been from signing up from the event. Yes, exactly. So it, yeah, yeah. I can Costa, actually. Uh, yeah. I can read a bit of this if you want me to about that. Go ahead, man. Read it. Give it a read. So it says, today, many antique pocket watch movements um, are orphaned from the original precious metal cases. Pawn shops and precious metal dealers scrap these pieces of American heritage for a few bucks. Using our engineering knowledge and passion for history, we created a wristwatch case that houses those original pocket watch movements. This allows us to preserve American history one watch at a time. So that's just a little snippet. So, so basically, yeah. I mean, right there, they're they're taking these movements that are probably, you know, everywhere. You probably find them all over eBay and stuff. They're probably, you know, taking them, cleaning them up, and they've redesigned. I and up here at the top, it talks about. Um, I think it's RT Custer is is yep. one of the uh, owners' names, but he has an engineering background and uh, metal three D printing. So that's yep. kind of where where that falls in. So they've they've been engineering custom cases to fit these pocket watch movements and they do look really cool yes i yes. think most i think almost all of them they had the the 12 o'clock crown too the 12 o'clock crown, just like yeah. the stopwatch does yeah yeah because they they you know like to me what is what makes them so fun is the fact that they're not utilizing the original casing of those watches they're engineering these cases to put this 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 watches in there but they kept the 12 o'clock crown and they typically yeah. keep that big crown that those yep. pocket watches had, and, and it gives it, yeah, it gives it that that uh, legitimacy of of being a pocket watch. But it, one, it, to me, it's hilarious that they they came up with the idea while they were golfing, um, attending <laughs> Penn State. It's it's hilarious, but probably drinking beers. Yeah, dr they were probably drunk. What if I could just make this thing? Yeah. Then we just slap them in yeah. there. <laughs> and That's how all great ideas are born. Exactly. And uh and he was an enthusiast of vintage Timex watches. Oh, that's cool. And that is cool. too. Yeah. yeah, that is amazing, man. Because you know, that's not something that you hear all the time. Like a lot of times you hear, you know, my my dad had a Rolex and I became infatuated with it, and that's how yeah. I made a company or or became interested in watches. Nothing wrong with that, but it's different, right? What yeah. he has is different. And um let me it, like those watches. I I just didn't realize how much more beautiful pocket watch movements are compared to yeah. wrist watch movements. Like, cause they're bigger, and and you 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 flip those watches, those Vortec watches, and you look at this big beautiful movement in there that the pieces are solid. You can tell they're not cheap metal sheets yeah. like super thin that they have to come up with all these crazy things in order to make them um yeah last. huge gears yes everything in it was made of good metal like they're built yes. to last a lifetime built yeah, it's like last. the old school ball pocket watches when ball yeah. first started out making stuff for the railroad back in like 1890 or 1880 yep. whatever it was yeah like it's, yep. it was it was engineered stuff like it, and it was an mm -hmm. art back then you know what i mean like yeah that stuff wasn't just something they just had cnc machines to to build this stuff was all built by hand by proper watchmakers and it's really cool yeah. to see see something like that and see stuff being repurposed and saved where 
you know, like the Blanc Pond, that things going to yeah. wind up in a garbage dump somewhere and never be touched again. And here yeah. we have a company who's repurposing things to make them last another hundred years, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's no, super cool. Yeah. And, and honestly, man, like one of the things that, that surprised me also was they have, not all of them are like 48 millimeters and they tend to be bigger watches because again, those dials and those movements are bigger. Yeah. Um, but they, they had watches that, you know, could fit um, even people that don't like huge watches. Cause they have more, um, like, I guess, in between quotations, smaller watches for what, you know, pocket yeah. watches are. The have, modern Breitling size, yeah, like 43 exactly. to 45 mils. Yeah. Yeah. They have some of those. And and I think that was pretty cool. Um, but, man, that artistry and that engineering of those watches is cool. just super yeah. cool. Those super. are right up Jason's alley, like. When yes. Jason Jason picked up the you know that Breitling was just a, a yeah. bit too small for him yeah. and, and we were talking about that and, and we we're both like these are right up Jason's alley like this will look yes. great on his wrist this is something yes. that he could he could very well do some modeling for like some like sick yes. wrist shots and it would just look oh dude it would look like it belongs there it look they look yeah. good like those poses the angles on the cases dude yes they're cool like it's those different amazing it's not the angles. same yep. round I mean pocket watches are just pocket watches you know yeah. what i mean they're just circular circles you know mm -hmm. they're pretty plain jane but the yeah. cases that they're making for them are pretty sweet yeah no i agree you know i was i was thinking when you when you mentioned uh jason you know like all the the post that he does where he puts like a picture of a watch and then the next three pictures are the same one but close-ups yeah <laughs> getting closer. the macro like, shots down yeah, yeah i love that i was like man imagine that with the vortex watches it will be it would be a oh, great, beautiful, uh, and then do like yeah. do one of the the case back where you can like see the movement Oof. and stuff. And I love his, you know, the little videos that he makes too, dude. Like yeah. some, some macro video shots in there would be <laughs> yeah. epic, for Absolutely sure. Cool. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit uh I'm gonna hit those guys up, man. I'm 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 gonna see if they come in on the show because I think it's uh, that'd be cool. It, it'll be really cool. Um, they had so many people at their table all the time. I wasn't able to, to talk to him a lot, but I definitely got to yeah. hit him up. So yeah, yeah very Americana, cool. like cool I said, very Americana. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then obviously after that, we had the table after that was notice. The and, host. Uh, <laughs> the host. You know, and you know, I think, uh, everyone at, at least that listens to this podcast, like, you know, who notice is cause I talked about notice incessantly you know it's it's non-stop uh my love relationship with them i think they uh they probably are afraid of me by this time but <laughs> yeah, <talk laughs> <her. laughs> i gotta got protection you know <laughs> yeah. i gotta kick, come up with uh within 100 meters of them but uh no they're great <laughs> restraining guys. order against yeah, restraining you <laughs> order against me but uh it's in reality you know in all in all seriousness um they had they had the the awc um they deep did in there uh which i talked a little bit last time it was it, it was great to see it in person um for people that haven't experienced a deep before um one thing's like justin can talk about it in a minute but that difference of case size with the overhang and how much on online you think is going to be way bigger than in reality it is because it gives presence but in reality it's not that size so um that was pretty cool the 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 other watch that I that we saw in person in there the the duality not the duality 
um oh man the pink and blue oh the unity yeah unity the unity yeah. and um man that dial in person looks really good that so detail cool. looks really nice i loved it's it so cool he had the the upcoming uh control that was yes. that one was pretty cool i Contra i enjoyed looking at that one um but yeah uh i mean just some great stuff in there man um, yeah that raven so, um the raven mashup that was yeah which i think he said they're gonna just call the trails the trail because it had a contrails case back yep but the uh but it, i think they were just gonna call it trails or something like that yeah. but that one was super clean i like the color they did it was like a brown kind of like a brownish green you know what i mean yep. like a very yep. earth tone looking yep with like a i think the the gmt hand was like orange or something like that it looked yeah. pretty good or yellow and the, it was yellow and then yeah. the, and obviously you have that cerakote bezel oh man that thing super clean it, you brought it up. I, I don't know how I forgot because I was I'm infatuated with that watch, man. Like the it, it's it's a nice size, and uh the case contrast with that Cerakote and that oh, dial yeah. that you were talking about, man. It looks really good. It, it, you can tell it was two companies who <laughs> who are very much yeah. into, into watches and they came up with they get with the fine nice. details right. Yeah, like like as an enthusiast, you look at you look at certain things like the color. The way it looks, the way it looks in certain lights, the way the colors work together. Because sometimes people yes. just slap colors on there and it just doesn't look right. Once you get it in person, you're like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they thought this one through. It seemed like everything there was was just thought through and done well. And I yeah. think the, the thing that impressed me the most, well, there's two things that impressed me the most with Notice. One was the sizing of their watches. You yeah. know, obviously the Unity is a small watch, but yeah. the, uh, the Retrospect 3, mm -hmm pretty good size watch. I was yeah. like 40 mils, maybe 40 not mil? even that big. The deep 40. was very impressive because that's a 38 millimeter watch yep. with a 41 millimeter bezel on it. So it wears <laughs> so much smaller than it looks in the pictures. And like you said, <laughs> that's my initial thoughts. When you, when you and Jason first were doing the, the initial deep for the first yeah. deep release, I looked at it and I, was, I immediately wrote it. I was like, that's a 42 millimeter watch <laughs> yeah. with the crown. It's probably 45 millimeters. That yeah. thing looks massive. I was yeah. like, this is not really something I'm I'm going to be into. You know, like yeah. it, it looks cool, but it's not something I would ever wear. Yeah. Where when I got there and was talking to Wesley before the event started, I, I sat there and was like, that's the deep. Yeah. I picked up the <laughs> AWBC one and I was like, holy crap, dude, this is so much smaller than what yeah. I thought. Yeah, and you know, I said I put it on wrist, and I was like, "This thing is, this thing is cool." It's, and he was yeah. like, "Yeah, the the bezel is like a mushroom on top." Yeah. I was like, "It very much is, or like a top hat, yeah. almost." It, yeah. it looks super clean. The second thing that impressed me the most with Notice was their Nodex bracelets. Yes, such a value. That is such yeah. a value on all their watches. The rest, the Retrospect Three is what four hundred and seventy five dollars. Four hundred seventy five bucks. Yeah. You get a Nodex bracelet on it, an yeah. automatic movement. I mean yeah. that's like that's a killer diver right yes. there. I mean that's right mm -hmm. in there at the Dryden value and the Raven value, like like mm -hmm. under five hundred dollars, American made, like yep. uh, amazing ingenuity going into these things. And yeah. I, that's something that I harp on quite a bit with with a lot of these companies is like, are they really innovating or are they copying from other people? Yeah, because exactly. there's some companies out there who are just, you know, they'll they'll go, oh look at what we're doing now, where they're just doing something that's already been done for the yeah. last five to ten years by other companies so it's not <laughs> yeah. new 
You know what I mean? They're yeah. just recycling, you know, other people's stuff yeah. into their lineup, which is new for them. But yeah, when you exactly. see these bracelets from Notice, you're like, dude, like you guys are innovating. You guys are using your noggin and engineering new stuff, which is which is huge. And I'm pretty sure yeah. most of those Raven, um, most of those Raven watches had the same yes. bracelets on them, yeah. uh, except for the, like the ones with the Namaki cases and yeah. stuff that that they had built. But that that yeah. bracelet's killer. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely killer, and that's one of the things that you know you can tell it's 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 a well made and well thought out innovative class and bracelet because other other brands they're licensing that to other brands in order for them to use them um, because it's that good. And the options are you either buy something that a company from you know England or Switzerland or a different company that's not from the United States is making. Or you can yep. make, buy something to put in your watches that an American company is making, you know? Yeah, so, I, I'll put amazing. it this way. Um, let's talk about the Retrospect 3, yeah. right? $475 watch. Yeah. The Doxa Army bracelet, which is basically the same at the end of the yeah. day, you know, might you know, yeah. adjust on the fly, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. That costs more than that whole watch cost. Yeah. The Doxa <laughs> Army bracelet is like $500 after yeah. said and done ship tax duties. Yeah. You can get the whole watch with the same badass bracelet pretty yep. much, you know, but obviously yeah. the notice style for under that, I mean, that's a no brainer. Yeah. No brainer for sure, man. And yeah, the, the, I, I just, I love the, the notice guys, you know, so. Um, Super cool. Like, yeah. Really there, nice yeah. guys. Craig and, uh, Craig and Wesley were there. I'm not sure if yeah. they had any. Wes and Colin, Wes and Colin. Colin. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wes and yeah, Colin. It um, yeah. It was, it was pretty sick. And uh, yeah, the um, after that you had the knife companies, which it was yeah, um, tactile was tactile. that the pin yeah. and and knife company, which was yeah. cool stuff for sure. Exactly, and you know what's crazy is that they were making basically everything in Texas. Yeah, which everything. is great to see. Some of the stuff was made in 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 um in in Fort Worth, and some of the stuff was getting getting it from like austin or something like that yeah so, if you go on their ig you, know. you can see uh they've got some some pictures and videos inside what looks to be like their machine mm -hmm. shop uh, i guess in fort worth if that's if that's where their yeah. machine shop is but it definitely um i would put that booth right up at the leo um, yes people you know what i mean law enforcement yeah. officers those are most yeah. of the guys using tactical pins and stuff like that yeah. um yeah I, I you in the army obviously you keep a pin on your person yeah. at all times in your uniform yeah. uh, in the air force same thing that's why they got the built-in pin holders in your yeah, tops, yeah, in your blouses. Exactly. yeah. But I, I never got into expensive pins like that i know yeah. that you know just from time and like slack groups and stuff like that where other watch enthusiasts are in that yeah. comes up quite a bit pen yeah. pen collecting if you will yeah. i guess is what you would call it pen yeah. finalia whatever those guys <laughs> yeah. are into but um i'm not one that's going to be yeah. spending 200 dollars on a pen i'm not saying that's what tactiles pens were going for but i've seen dudes spending like 400 a thousand dollars on a freaking pen i'm like you yeah. guys are absolutely crazy I'll, yeah. I'll spend that on a watch all day but no. <laughs> yeah no for pen. sure it's you know it's like um and the thing is that there had some some great knives too you know but yeah that's one of the things that like I have a really good knife, but I'm not gonna buy another one until until I don't have that one anymore. You know? It's, yeah. It's it breaks, like you were saying, you yeah. 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 Like it's like you were saying. Like I see myself um, buying 
spending that on watches constantly but yeah. with a knife I, i'm not i'm not that obviously with our hobby a lot of people translate to other areas and yep. there's a lot of people that go into um that type of edc edc, EDC hobby of, yeah you yeah, see a lot EDC on ig hobby. yeah but i'm not so for me for me but great quality knives so, yeah they look cool a lot of cool yeah. cool looking stuff um yeah. another local brand so if yeah. anybody listening is in texas yeah go check them out exactly and then after that one we had finch finch yeah also um owned by raven Watch exactly yeah. uh steven there at uh raven which I, I met him uh early on before the 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 event started and talked to him quite a bit really cool guy um based out of where you're stationed at as well over in kansas city so that's <laughs> yeah, pretty exactly. sweet um his knives are cool too um he had one i can't remember the name of it dude but it was huge it was like probably yes. three inches wide the handle <laughs> yeah. and the blade and it was like i think the blade was full titanium yeah and uh, i think that was he said that was their most expensive one at like 200 dollars. Yeah. and the other <laughs> ones were pretty traditional blade shapes but yeah. they use wood which is really cool like most of their knives are using wood handles yeah. like buck knives if, if you've heard of buck knives that's yeah. probably one of my favorite knives and like old timers stuff like yep. that, that that utilize that old school wood handle stuff mm -hmm. everything's polymer nowadays or machine yeah. steel yeah. there's nothing wrong with it but there's something about wood i think it's just that that human being in us you know what i mean it's like mm -hmm. we're so attracted to gold for that same reason it's just some weird human exactly uh you know nature in us but really cool <laughs> knives for sure yeah no i agree I, I was very impressed with it and i did not know the Raven until the event, the Raven owned um, Finch knives. So that was something that I loved yeah. for sure. It was pretty cool to know that, see that. Do you know which one came first, uh, Finch knives or or the watches? Um, I want to say Raven came first. I want to say okay. he's been doing that for longer, and then Finch came out. Um, Obviously, don't uh, don't hold me to that. I could be saying that backwards. <laughs> I'm getting dyslexic sometimes. But I want to say that's yeah. what Steven said. I want to say uh, he had, he's been doing Raven for quite some time, and then uh, the knife company came afterwards. I think they have the same um, the same office headquarters with Dryden as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all three yeah. companies, I think, share some kind of office space or something like that. That's pretty cool, in man. Kansas City, which is sick. That's pretty cool um yeah and and talking about raven um as a par pairing company you know uh raven was right next to finch knives yeah. and uh and yeah it was great to see them because that's one of the watches that a lot of people had um sent me throughout the, throughout time like what do you think about these watches have you handled oh, yeah. them before um and i actually had i actually had to handle one of the watches before because i went i, I was i went to a watch meetup in kansas city actually and uh the one an old guy that actually had a vortex um oh, and nice. had a raven and he was like yeah have you seen this watch i was looking at his watches and he was like have you seen this watch before and i told him no um well i've seen him before but i never seen him in person and um he let me wear it he let me see it it's their um their more modern diver uh and uh it was from like i don't remember it was one of the first ones that they made 
I remember the year that he told me. And he was like, yeah, he, he came by one time and he was like, I'm making this watches. I'm coming out with all of this. And, and the guy bought it. And <clears throat> it was very, it, it impressed me. It was very well made, very solid. Um, but to see the amount of, of variation that he had in there and oh, those yeah. watches that um, like Steve bought, they had that uh that case that is yeah the endeavor yeah oh man what it was yeah the endeavor too and it has that that those logs that that are angled down on it that that. gs yeah Yeah. just like the the it looked very much like the docs uh um the sub 600t the one that jason wants that he wants to to look at getting yeah that thing was super cool Super um, cool. Yes, Steve got that two tone uh, mm-hmm. with the blue dial, and blue and dial. that one utilizes the the Nodex bracelet too, which it is yeah. freaking badass. You know, seeing amazing. two American companies like that partner together to to put out something cool, and I I want to say his um the the price point on those were like five hundred bucks, yeah, five twenty five, yeah. something like that. It was like five hundred bucks, which yeah. is a pretty damn good deal. Great deal, man. It was a great deal. Yeah, the Loom was killer. The Loom two was um oh, yeah. I'll tell you what the loom is pretty similar to the Pelagos. Uh, yes, Pelagos's that I've seen. You yeah. know that that nice blue loom dial mm-hmm. and bezel, very similar yep. to that. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, no, it was it was it was very cool. Um, he had a lot of watches in there, and um, and it was very uh, very uh, very cool to see some of the new stuff that he had. And and that endeavor, that was the, the endeavor was the first time I seen it, and it surprised me a lot. Yeah, same. I had uh, I had had some a little bit of time with the Trekker. Um, yeah, the Trekker. Steve had had yeah. a gold Trekker. I I checked yeah. that thing out for a bit. Uh, I think probably the coolest thing too was was Steven, the owner of Raven, is that he does custom builds. So yeah, uh, like I said before, he had some Namaki mod. If you don't know what Namaki mm. mod is, it's a Seiko mod website where they sell mm-hmm. um Seiko mod parts for skx yeah. builds you know like willard cases some uh bell and ross style cases which steven uh had built a raven watch in a similar to a bell and ross um shoot what are they called the instrument you know what i mean the square yeah, ones yeah. that are like instrument panel yep. um clocks just like one of those for steve from c quartz watches he built them one um so you can hit him up like on you can go on facebook to the raven room is his little facebook page that he's got and and you can talk to steven and he can kind of build you whatever you want which is pretty sweet yeah that's amazing you know because it gives you know a lot of people are constantly looking for something like we said before unique and not only unique but they want to see their ideas translated into a watch and a lot of times being honest you know it just doesn't we can't it, yep. it, it's it's very hard to find a watch that is 100 percent the watch that you want right that you thought in your head uh or conceptualized as your perfect watch and and having someone from a brand in the united states that you know produces good watches that is actually taking that upon and and saying you know i will build you a watch and, and doing a good watch um it's, and they're going to charge you out the wazoo for it, you know. Exactly. And the other thing that you, that a lot of times with modding, you know, you're going to go to a person that's going to mod you a watch, 
and it's going to be five meters of water resistance, right? And <laughs> yeah, they won't pressure test it, yeah, yeah or they'll, or they'll cheap out on you and order yeah. just, you know, the bottom of the barrel from from AliExpress. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with stuff on AliExpress, you know. What I mean, yeah, like yeah. there there are some good parts on there, and there are yeah. builders who do the due diligence of, yeah. you know, making sure that what they're putting together works together. Number it one works. and number yeah. two is good stuff you know what i mean like yeah. they're not just gonna sell you something that's garbage they'll send it back if it mm -hmm. if it's not gonna work out yeah exactly so yeah that was pretty cool and then from from raven you had straight to the right was straight to uh, the right it was sal baltimore sal, yeah sal yeah. baltimore alan um, from uh i think his last name is sal too i think that's what uh or to I guess if you want to say it like that, too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah Alan, real cool guy. Yeah, that was the first yeah. time I'd seen uh, seen time. those watches in person. You know, what's funny, too, is I think the day before the event or two days before the event, one of my followers who I um, talked to quite a bit, he had sent me um, a picture of one of their watches on IG and was asking me about them. And I was like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I can't tell yeah. you yes or no i've never experienced them i've never touched them you know i don't and i don't i've never researched them so i couldn't really give them yeah. an educated answer i was just like you know look it up compare prices you know compare what else is on the market but yeah. i can tell you after after sitting there and looking at his stuff they're cool they're yeah. all unique it seemed like uh yeah. it seemed like they were all pretty unique and not the same you know yeah. as the next booth over so i, I yeah. like that i think what was the 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 world timer that he had was yeah, pretty world sweet timer. that thing yeah. was sick yeah and then the yeah. the compressor uh diver that was off to the left mm -hmm. which the what surprised me with that one i think the most was that most compressor divers that you see are pretty big like modern compressor yes. case divers are going to be like 42 43 44 mil watches yeah. pretty large you know with the dual crowns and whatnot and just fitting the inner bezel in there yeah. i want to say his was like 39 maybe even 38 yeah. millimeters like it was a really good size for anybody to wear yeah that's yeah that, that that's definitely impressive because you're right like majority of of those like let's take for example one that's really popular right now the long jeans legend diver that's a 42 yeah. millimeter watch you know yeah. like you said it's 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 fitting that bezel and inside. that's not going to be for everybody yeah, yeah like most people with yeah. small wrists under seven inches which i think majority of people are probably in the six and a half to six and three yeah. quarter range yeah, yeah and and 42 just is going to scare them you know what i mean unless yeah, yeah. they're able to try it on in person and see that hey okay maybe 42s isn't too big for me they're generally just not going to buy it. You know what I mean? It's going to scare them off. They're just going to go, nope, it's not for me. I don't even want to try it. They'll just stick with yeah. the 39, 38 mil stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then you got to count, you know, the lug to lug. And on top of yep. that with it basically is all dial, right? Because it has an internal vessel. So mm -hmm. you don't see that vessel outside. So it's all inside the crystal. So those, those technically dials, look humongous right because it's dialed yeah, plus the 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 internal vessel so it, it tends to look bigger um so yeah definitely Big i wonder crystals yeah yeah i wonder yeah because i think trying to think um compressor divers that i've seen at 39 i think the only other one is um the uh, baltic oh yeah baltic i think baltic 
is 39. I think a lot of vintage stuff, like, you know, the, the compressor style cases, obviously. I think they were, I think they got started in the 70s, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Long Late time, 60s, man. early 70s, somewhere around there. Yeah. But obviously those watches back then were just generally smaller. Most of those yes. watches were in the 34 mil range to, I mean, on the large side was like 39. That was like, mm. you know, the biggest watches that they were making back then. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. But it felt nice. I like, I liked it. I like the size of it. I like the feel of it. The finish felt felt good. The bracelets on those felt good. Yeah. And he he's an enthusiast. Alan Alan was an enthusiast after talking to him. You know, he was like, "Yeah, I've had to." You know, my wife was like, "You got to stop buying watches." So then I was like, "Well, I'll just start making my own." And that's when he started his <laughs> own watch company. And, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, like I've I've had to sell watches from my own collection. You know, like." to help yeah. fund some of these these runs and stuff like that and yeah he was talking a little bit about his personal collection and how he's down to like you know a brightling and omega and yeah. you know a couple other things but a lot of it is like his own watches and stuff like yeah. that which you love to see you know steve steve's yeah. in that same boat with c-quartz watches and that dude's got a lot of watches he's probably got like 50 watches in his personal <laughs> collection but he's come down from like 70 to 50. yeah that's a I've, lot I've, even, I've helped him sell a bunch i sold i sold one of them to uh ryan at um at archer was taken I yeah, yeah. his tag yeah. um just to help him fund this this second run that he has coming out next yeah, month yeah. but that stuff's so cool to see just as a you know regular enthusiast guy like me yeah. to see these brand owners who are like you know just so passionate about this that they're they're like well wow, yeah i'm i'm willing to sell watches from my own collection to 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 start this thing and to and to see where yeah. it goes and to you know see if other people like them i think that's the cool thing about it seeing other people's faces light up when yeah. when they see your product and something that you thought through and you know the the little idea that you thought about at midnight one night and then it, yeah. it's reality sitting here on this table in front of you and people are picking it up you know there's something yeah. really cool about that yeah i know for sure and then after that, we had Dryden, which mm -hmm. Dryden is also from Kansas, uh, Kansas City. Um, and uh, I had talked to Dryden uh, to before, to him before. Um, and I was going to meet up with him before the event. But then obviously I had that ridiculous exercise. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, uh, it was the event. So I was like, I'll just wait until the event. And then one day I'll go meet up with him uh, up in Kansas City, uh, which I think we're gonna make it happen. But heck yeah, um, man, that was that was probably the second brand that impressed me the most in that in that building um, because I had seen Dryden before uh, on some of their older watches, but just the evolution of what I have seen before to what he has now to what is coming. Yeah. It impressed me a lot because you, you, you saw a lot of taking feedback and saying, you can tell it was someone said, Hey, um, I think you should change this to this because of X, Y, Z. And he took that back and he did it. And I always appreciate that. Right. Because one of the things that, um, he's, he's, uh, improving on it's like for example the finishing on the on the machining on the on the side of the vessel right for grip yeah. and uh and and he had both in there you can tell the difference very much yeah um and and that to me goes along a long way also some of the watches that he had in there 
Um, they haven't even come out yet, and they're coming in the future. Um, yeah, did you get a picture of them? Yeah. I'll send you a picture of them right now. I have one on my phone, so that way you just have it for reference if you want to talk about. Yeah, that, you did. You, uh, that you one sent that me the picture. Favorite. Yeah, yeah. You sent me the picture. Quick. And uh, and man, it was. It's just so he has this uh, the divers right the pathfinder the pathfinders yeah i just sent you the picture of them right now i i i ended up snapping a picture of yeah the um the four new ones and then the three existing colorways yeah. too because he has the silver blue and black and originally one of the things that i liked about that one is that he will allow you to exchange parts kind of like what formex does right so he will allow you to put a, a silver dial with a a, a blue bezel or a black bezel yeah. or a stainless bezel right or yeah there's a bunch bezel. of variations yeah some variations in there but the core that he has is those colors right blue steel uh with silver and um yeah. and black and you can black, exchange yeah. around um and those are Simple, well-executed divers, but man, those new ones that he's coming up with, yeah, the dials are killer. Like, it, it, and the thing that, that impressed me the most is they're not just the same dial with different colors. Every dial has a different texture, a different uh, stamp on it, a different finishing, and a different color. So you're, every every dial that you're getting, when you're getting a different color – you're getting a different everything on that dial. Yeah, like the, the you know he has a a a, a purple and and that dial with that finishing and that um, texture. And it almost remind me of um, enamel. Like yeah, you, exactly. Um, fuck, what's that company? Anordain. Anordain. When we yeah. talked Anordain. about them a bit, yeah, almost yeah. that texture where it looks. Yeah, it doesn't look machine like it, when we were talking about exactly, the, yeah. the Unity a bit ago and the yeah. the texture on that dial that dial texture is completely different where yeah. it looks like it looks like it's almost a maze if you will exactly yeah yeah that's been kind of almost uh carved into carved in. that yeah, yeah. that ceramic or whatever yep. that that dial is made of where these look like it's it's like how Anor when anordain does the enamel where it's applied like a paint yeah. almost where it sticks and then yes. they build on top of it and on top of yes. it and on top of it yeah that's how it kind of yeah. that's what it reminded me of anyways yeah and and it, yeah no for sure and it gives you that kind of like i don't know different um texture to it and and depth in color because you you know at the yeah, end you're pressing the depth, very yeah. dark and it, it becomes lighter and then you have the the green which is kind of the same uh with different um um with kind of the same texture but then you have man that light blue that is completely different it's like it's almost like uh that reminds me of like a golf ball. Yes, gimbal, like a golf ball. Yeah, will, very similar to that. Very similar, and then and then almost waves. Actually, you know, yes, you like know, waves. You look yeah, at yeah. The bottom of a pool, and yes. you're in the sun is refracting the the yes, image yes. of the waves of the pool onto the bottom of yep. it, and it just has kind of obscure lines. That's what it reminds me of almost. Yeah. With the stainless steel bezel in there, it looks clean. Clean, and then you have twelve-hour bezel, and then you have a. a a gray kind of anthracite kind of color and that yeah, one that is, one looks like a resin pour yes almost. that one is yeah, like like a like resin like that's melting wood yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah yeah like it's a mixture too you know when they mix yes. like you ever seen when they spray paint 
or like exactly uh, that's what i was gonna say dip almost that's yeah, what i was gonna say dip, where yeah. they put the paint on the water and then dip it through yes. there that's what it looks like almost that's exactly what it looks like and you get that finishing that is different with that gray color and and it just to me is um it's something very different something that you can tell he put a lot of thought behind it and it yeah. makes it almost kind of like you know exclusive because you know you get this blue this light blue with that pattern and you know you're the only one that's going to have that pattern the, the guy that has the purple or the gray is going to have something different yeah they're all different the each one's different yeah yeah so to me that's that's very unique it, it, it gives it, it shows a lot of thought put behind it and it, man i'm i'm excited it shows it moving in the right direction too and and i was talking uh to jerry there who owns dryden yeah um and and you know sitting there talking about um, the changes that he's making to these new models. You you already touched mm -hmm. on one, which was the the texture of the bezel on the outside. It's kind of a more grippy coin edge, if you will. Yeah. Um, a second upgrade that that he's added to is a larger crown, which larger was crown, a yeah. feedback that uh, that he got from the first run. Was the crowns are just a little bit too small. I personally owned the blue dial with a stainless steel twelve hour bezel. Mm -hmm. I owned that one for uh, quite some time. One of the first models. The crown was a little bit small, not anything where you couldn't use it. Just you yeah. could tell when you grabbed it, you 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 kind of had that thought like if this was a little larger, you know, maybe two mils larger, it it would be perfect. But uh, making those changes just goes to show, you know, Jerry is thinking for the future. He's exactly. not he's not just trying to shove products out to make money real quick and. And to to do that, you know, like so many companies companies do, he's a real enthusiast. He enjoys watches. He enjoys that other people like his watches, and he enjoys the feedback. He's yeah. not somebody that's going to shut down the feedback to make something better and act like you don't know what the hell you're talking about. He seems like a real good, genuine person who who takes the the feedback and is constructive with it, which I very much enjoyed. That. Yeah. No, I agree. I, you couldn't say it better because. Yeah, to me that that goes a long way. You know, you you can be a company that that provides a great product, but there's always going to be ways to improve it. And yeah. evolution has to be constant, right? And that's one thing. Like Jack that, Mason. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They're moving forward. They're they're, exactly. they're looking ten years down the road. They're not just thinking, all right, how can we make as much money in this next three quarters of this <laughs> yeah. year as we can? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. They're thinking, where do we go from here and where do we go from there? They're looking for each stepping stone to, yeah. to not only put out more products, but to build their brand and company into something that's larger than it was in the last previous five years. I think that what well, they started in 2016 or something like that, yeah. Jack Mason did. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that. I feel like that was the whole thing with intersect dallas anyways was that we had a lot of ingenuity a lot of companies that were there that that are looking to the future they're they're putting out you know new products every every year they're they're innovating they're coming out with new stuff and they're making stuff better which is is good to see they're not stagnant you know exactly. like so many companies in the watch world are they're just putting out another of the same watch that they ran for the last 15 years and it's like okay yeah we've seen that before <laughs> but like yeah. what what else yeah what exactly. else are you one trick pony like, yeah yeah and no, it's 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 definitely it's definitely that man which one was and, your favorite in that that pathfinder in the new colorways which one were you trying to, <laughs> trying to man, it's just it, honestly like uh, that purple is just different yeah, to me but that green like, one too man yeah the, the green, green one, the green was the one that i wanted like yeah because the green has that 
the gold tones in the yeah. in the in in some of the areas in the hands and markers, um, and yeah, that, the date window on it yes. is gold, yeah. And that to me contrasts very well. Um, and then you it, that purple also it, it, those two man are just oof, super, super exciting to me. Um, but yeah, I uh, hopefully I can I can make a make a visit up there to uh to jerry not 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 too far from now uh because we talked a lot he also does a lot of uh of uh wildlife photography and stuff like that and and i'll do yeah. that too so uh we we clicked on that also yeah so. i'm glad you guys got the link and that was he's like jerry was one of my heroes after yeah. getting the pathfinder uh late last year early this year and uh just enjoying the watch and talking yeah. with him and then yeah finding out he's into photography and, and he's been a great guy like where i messaged him like hey you know i'm I'm looking for a lens to do some better product yeah. photography what do you think about this you know does it work well with my setup and and he gave me some honest feedback and he wasn't you know he wasn't a jerk about it like you feel yeah, like yeah. sometimes it's it's a little intimidating talking to somebody yeah. who's a, a brand owner and somebody who's doing yeah. such big things. It, it can be intimidating because some people can just write you off. I've, I've messaged so many people who, number one, did the same job that I used to do. Like I've messaged guys <laughs> in the watch world who were firefighters and I try and just bang up small talk about the firefighter world and I get just crickets, bro. Like, crickets. <laughs> get left on red, real short messages. And yeah. I'm just like, okay i understand like you obviously aren't you don't want to talk to people or or you just don't want to talk to me which is fine but when you find these guys like wesley like steven yeah like jerry it's 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 really nice to see and it's inviting and it just makes you want to put out that same energy to other people i love talking to people when they message me and ask me questions like frog squad for uh, yeah yeah. frog squad straps he hit me up this morning or last night i can't remember i woke up to one of his messages asking about um the elliot brown beach master he's yeah. like what do you think about this watch i'm also looking at the singing k2 uh yeah. the new release what do you think we had a little um chat you know yeah, talked yeah. about internals you know what what are they doing what's each company doing blah 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 well he ended up buying a beach master so i was nice, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> nice. let's go dude beach yeah master. let's do let's it man. so it was, it's yeah. cool to it's cool to have those conversations with fellow enthusiasts and and yeah. to just talk about the the things that we love but yeah. um back to dryden bro i mean you saw the watch that i bought there i have it on right yeah now, yeah yeah but I, nice. I was sitting there talking which to, one is that to, one the, this one is the chrono diver the chrono diver yeah yeah this is the uh i got that that black pvd one yeah with the uh vintage loom i've been honeymooning with this pretty much since um since saturday and yeah. uh but I was sitting there talking to Jerry and I would seen all of his watches before. Um, Chad at CKS time, which is one of his friends as well. A big, big IG um, photography guy. I'd seen him post these chrono divers quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, I've never been really a chronograph guy. Um, Like you and Dan talked about. Yeah. You know, chronographs just aren't really my thing. Yeah. Um, but I was sitting there talking to him and I looked down at the table and he had a slew of chrono divers laying there. And I, my eyes went straight to this PVD black one with the, the it's got the vintage um, loom on it, you know, where it's, it's kind of yellowish. Yeah. My eyes just locked on that one like a freaking hawk, yeah. dude, or like an eagle. Yeah. A freaking, <laughs> uh, a freaking fish, dude. And I was like, I was like, Jerry, that I love that one, dude. I've never seen this one before. 
Yeah. And I picked it up and it must have been it must have been meant to be yeah. because Jerry's next words were, "Oh yeah, I have one of those left." Yeah, exactly. One left and yeah. then the display one that was sitting there was his personal watch. So yeah. I, I was like I was like, "Shoot, these are what like 270. I know what the prices are, dude. Like I've yeah. I've, I've gone on the website <laughs> so many times." Cuz it, it's such a value, dude. I mean, $275 yeah. for a Mecha Quartz I mean, this yeah. thing is 40, 41 mils, 22 yeah. mil uh, lug widths, 100 meters water resistance. Like, yeah. th if you're going to get a chronograph, this is, like, definitely one to test the waters out. Most Mecha Quartz chronos are in that 400 to $500 range. You can find some yeah. for, like, three and some change. But 270 yeah. this thing is just such a value. And he ended up actually giving me a little bit, um, a little bit of a discount. So I went ahead and pulled the trigger on it right there. But... Yeah. super cool watch just a, another great addition to um to the collection and i feel like this is great for anybody who's kind of has speedy thoughts they they may want to get yeah. a speedy they don't want to spend five to ten grand you know they may want to try something else but most chronographs are just big you know yeah like that's yeah that's just the thing most chronographs are like 42 43 45 yeah. i mean they just they kind of keep going up and every year it seems like watches are just getting bigger and bigger like like the yeah. mid 2000s so to see something like this I, it really caught my eye um he nailed this they, he nailed these watches and yeah um i don't really want to talk about uh about what he was telling me he has coming out because i don't know if he if he wants that talk yeah or no, not, no, but no. Uh, i'm definitely looking forward to what he has um coming in the future for sure but yeah, great no, watch yeah. I, i'm real happy with this purchase yeah uh, and anybody's looking for a mecha quartz chrono dude give it a go the thing that I liked about that watch that you bought, man, it, like you were saying, is the the fact that it's all blacked out, yeah, and then white subdials, but then it has the vintage loom around. Like, man, it, yeah. it goes and very, stainless hands. Yep, the it hands on it are well. stainless, so they catch yep. the light, the light, and yeah. and just kind of reflect, and and it looks yeah. cool. And I'm not usually like a huge faux vintage, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But it's not overdone. Usually, people are like people are trying to over patina exactly. things, yeah, 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 and doing the vintage loom. Yeah. I think that I think it was just done very tastefully, and I paired it yeah. up with this CNS cotton and mustard, which kind of matches really that good. that yellow loom. But <laughs> yeah, I think it was a a great pairing. This is my first Mecha Quartz movement too, which is super cool. It's got yeah. the smooth sweep. You know, it's not like the other uh, you know the I other Quartz you, Chronos. That's uh, this I, I mentioned this before when I was talking to Time Hack um i think that's the movement or the style of movement that the the moon swatch should have yeah um, yeah we talked uh, about that too yeah at the event yeah yeah serviceable yeah pretty cheap. I'm a fan. yeah so yeah after after dryden we had um laurier and yeah. laurier is a branded it's uh vintage inspire so <clears throat> I mentioned them before in the podcast, but they're they're a uh, 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 husband and wife team. They are in Manhattan, um, and yeah, I was so surprised to see them. Yeah. I remember standing there. I think it was <laughs> uh, it was me, you, and Steve, and yeah. we were standing over by the bar. And yeah. I remember going, "Is that the owner? The yeah. owners of Laurier? <laughs> yeah. Are they seriously here?" Because I knew they were a New York company, like a yeah, like yeah. a New York City, yeah, you know, company. So I was like, "There's no way, like the owner, like the owners are here, or are they just sending like some media guys out?" Well, yeah. sure as hell, it was the it's owners. Them, yeah. I, I I don't remember their names, but 
yeah. that was super cool to see. Yeah, and the, you know, <clears throat> the I'm always impressed with with um, I always love the fact that they're not changing the recipe just mm-hmm. for the sake of 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 changing it. You know, they they're very much a vintage inspired company they have and they dig into they go into it with both feet man like they're they're um they're advertising their posters and stuff all the pictures that they do everything it's almost like yeah, vintage like, style, style. Dude, the way they dress yeah the like, way. like you could just tell <laughs> it was the a mustache. part of their aesthetic yeah he had a killer mustache <laughs> yeah. freaking yeah. nice ass wool yeah. pants on like yeah. some, some nice loafers like that yeah. you could tell that, that this was them yeah i mean some companies try and embody stuff that they're not a lot of companies try and embody outdoor stuff which they're not and that ends up coming out you could feel it dude yeah yeah Yeah, you can definitely feel it man it was cool definitely feel it so yeah they had older watches there so and i talked about those watches in the past but one that i mentioned before um obviously is their new gmt hyperion and and um you know that that's uh that was their very very cool watch. They're even the angles, brace, yeah. The angles the bracelet on that yep. thing is very cool. They're very flat length, very which flat is not something links. you see, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's all it's all vintage style down to the to the class, you know, like everything is very cool style. stuff, yeah. It seemed it almost everything seems like like if you time traveled back into the like 60s and 70s yeah. and you you went yeah. into like a Macy's in New York like in downtown yeah. New York City like that's what it feel like like you walk up to the counter and there's a catalog and and you would see like their stuff and it. it seems yeah. like they've kind of gone back into the past but it's all futuristic yes. you know what I mean nowadays where it's, <laughs> yes. it's modern machining but it still yeah. has the great aesthetic yeah. And that's what we definitely talked about was everything on that table had yeah. that vintage aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, some of their watches, like their, their, um, I guess field style three, six, nine, um, the Falcon. Yeah. 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 Falcon, uh, watch that one is very, a, a lot smaller. It's very vintage size, um, forward so yeah i think all of their pieces were on that that nice scale of size and i've i've become kind of adjusted to where i love 36 mil stuff yeah yeah. something nice about wearing a tiny watch and most people i hate the the term but people say oh that's a female size watch like no dude it's not a female size watch when no. rolex was making all of their stuff in 34 and 36 30, yeah. watches like you that know who just wore, the, the yeah. general size you know who wore rolex 36 millimeters biggie and um biggie smalls know, he, yeah biggie smalls and he used to shoot people dude, in that's so, so let's let's not say <laughs> <laughs> he was thugging for real yeah, yeah for that, real. Uh, the field one is uh 36 mil yeah nine millimeters thick yes yeah super thin super thin you know it's it and that's a watch that i think that you know for people that those watches like the whole range for people that like that style of the prx and are looking for more watches like that they have more of a of a traditional lug uh, instead of a of a integrated bracelet um this company appeals to that because that's what they do with the flat bracelet angles and so on and so on. I, I love this watch over the PRX any day. Oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. the PRX is so played out. 
yeah, yeah. It's, like everybody's got the PRX yeah. and everybody's yeah. trying to sell their PRX. It seems like every <laughs> other week. Like, I swear yeah. to God, everybody's popping up on the IG like, what do you guys yeah. think? Should I sell yeah. my PRX? And I'm like, yeah. dude, sell it. Like, why not? My whole, yeah. so my, my thought process on selling watches is it's cool to sell anything that you can turn around and buy the next day. Like if you yeah. sell that thing and you absolutely regret it the next day, if it's something that it, you yeah. can turn around and buy at the drop of a hat, why not? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's nothing to regret there. Yeah. Now, if it's like, you know, a Halios or, yeah, or something very niche, like a studio <laughs> underdog, stuff like that, studio definitely underdog, think yeah. of, think that through, you know what I mean? Yeah. Before you sell it, because once it's gone, dude, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. It's going to be hard to get it again. So it's one of those things that, yeah, but this watch is, it, I'm a fan of and and definitely. What was your favorite of their um, their collection? You know the the, the favorite that my favorite from them always has been the diver the, the traditional diver that, with the black dial and the gold. The um, Neptune, yeah. The Neptune, yeah, with the gold um, um, uh, details on the on. on yeah, the it's hand. got the gold minute yeah. track, the gold hands, yep. yeah, and then the yeah. the print is is in uh, gold as well. It says Laurier yeah. Automatic neptune yeah. 200 meters yeah to me that's very classy um it looks very uh very old school for sure and and it gives me that that uh that uh, it's gonna make me look cooler vibe <laughs> it's definitely like that's what's cool about the vintage aesthetic is like yeah. most vintage aesthetic watches are something that like the, this neptune you can go wear it spear fishing mm. you know go back to the hotel keep that watch on get in a yeah, suit exactly go to dinner yeah. still keep the watch on it's still gonna look good exactly I mean, you're not, and yeah. it's a small watch so you're not gonna have any problems with your cuff yeah. jacking with it and, and yeah. you know taking jackets on and off is never gonna be an issue yeah there's something there's something really desirable about that in, in a yeah, watch yeah. and not having to take nine watches with you on a freaking trip yep. you know what i mean just slapping that one on and going i feel like that's most of their catalog too yeah. i love the gemini yeah. That, yeah, uh, the, the nice. chronograph that they have is, yeah. is super clean. It's really nice. Yeah, it's really clean. And you know, one of the things that distinguish them is that older watches have that Hesseli crystal, and they'll include. Yeah, we uh, talked about uh, that too. Yeah. yeah, they'll include that um, that polishing um, uh, cloth and the actual uh, cream in there, so you can uh, uh, actually polish all your your scratches away if you don't like them in the crystal. But I, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, it even plays more into that vintage thing. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, it. for sure. I have a, I don't know if it's Hesalite, but I've definitely got a, um, a Vostok that yeah, has yeah. some kind of plastic crystal. Mineral, if you will. And it's yeah. Got, yeah. yeah, it's got scratches and, and yeah. stuff. And I, I haven't gotten any poly watch for it because it's a $60 watch and I don't really care. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. kind of added to the the patina yeah. if if you will and it's still yeah. legible i feel like yeah once it gets to the point where you can't read the time anymore, read it like, exactly. yeah, probably a time to uh, exactly. to do that but um yeah. definitely cool stuff at loria i like i like their whole aesthetic like you like you talked about their their adverts and stuff too were super <laughs> yeah. cool oh this one too i almost forgot about this one the zephyr dude the zephyr yeah the zephyr that little uh almost like a tank if you will ish yep. but rounded sides on yep. it but that was a really cool piece uh to see in person tiny little watch but yeah. super cool dress watch just dress know, watch and yeah. you would you would a cocktail watch i guess is mm -hmm. what you would call those things but i thought those were pretty neat because most of the time you see the seiko tanks 
you know, the, yeah. the or the Cartier tanks. There's yeah. a bunch of different companies who make them. I think even Bulova um, re-released. Yeah, Bulova. The, uh, even, uh, shit, what was that one that, yeah, Michael Benevente was a part of it. The, the Sinatra series yeah, that they Sinatra. released just uh, earlier this year. I, I think those look cool. You know, but they're almost at the end of the day, they're kind of played out because they're the exact same as the Cartier, the Cartier yeah, yeah. things where this, this Laurier, the, the Zephyr has a completely different profile to it with the roundness on the sides of it and the way the lugs, the lugs are shaped almost like Batman ears they're yeah, kind yeah. Of pointed, if you yeah. will. But uh, I like the uniqueness <laughs> yeah. of that for sure. Yeah, no, I, I'm a fan too. Yep. And then the last table after that one was Formex, which Bro. I think Formex, it was one of the hardest tables to get to talk to him. Because it was packed constantly, <laughs> packed constantly. And and he had, he had a lot of the watches there. And you know what was hilarious? Well, they me? had the whole catalog there. Yeah, the whole like, catalog, they, yeah. They had so many watches on the table yeah. and watches behind them too. Yeah. <laughs> and what was hilarious to me was this one guy who was like, Oh man, the Essence uh, line. He had all the the ones that are different colors, the new ones that he had with yeah. different colors to the side on a little box uh, prop. And he was like, "I need all of those." And he was like, "I can make oh, it happen." Yeah, I remember right that, here. Bro, I was right there. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I thinking. I was, I, was like, like, I was trying to calculate the math yeah. in my head, like Zach Galifianakis in The Hangover when he's just standing there and like all the numbers are going. I was like, how much is that going to be? There'll be like a band right here. This going to be 10 to 20 grand or something maybe. Like, how, how much is that? I was like, dude, you're going to need security to walk out of here, you know? <laughs> Bro, I mean, you know that guy's probably making commission too. I can't remember his name. It may have been Brian or something like that, but yeah. I think he's like the head of their uh, their marketing and stuff marketing, like that in yeah. the U.S. Yeah. yeah. Like that dude's like, yeah, dude, let's do this. Yeah, exactly. He was like, we can make it happen. They're here. <laughs> They were beautiful too. I think, yeah, that, that was the probably the the thing that impressed me the most was the color, dude. It was just mm -hmm. like nothing else I'd seen before. Just yeah. almost like a you ever melted crayons before? Yeah, yeah. Like it, for kids' projects and stuff, you melt crayons down, and it's just like yes. a solid block of that color. It's almost what it reminded me of. The colors were just yeah. so deep, deep and colorful. Yeah, yeah they weren't like. They weren't lightened by any means. Like no, they no. were they were full spectrum color, yep. no 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 darker or no lighter yep. than what no, you would see. No sunbursting, none of that. It was it was like yeah, like, like, you, like melting a crayon. And you go on their website. I just went on their website real quick so that way I could have their uh their names down or their their models right. But they have a photograph of yep. the watches sitting next to each other and then underneath it is a splotch of paint which yeah, yeah. matches, you know, exactly. almost perfectly to them. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like if you take these watches to a marine base, they're gonna eat them. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Do they be little snacks? Do they think they're cookies? They'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, be like, hilarious. oh, they make crayons rounded now. <laughs> oh, look at that! <laughs> in your pocket, they'll have them in their cargo pockets, walking around. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. The um, the the carbon series, dude. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. And I know that's one of the watches that Ryan from um, Watch My Life uh, that's been on the podcast. He, he's he's the one that won it. Um, yeah, didn't on, he win a purple one? Wasn't yeah. a purple one or something like that? I think. Uh, a white one. He has a the white, white one, one okay. on the carbon case. Yeah, he uh, he won it and worn and wound, then, right? Yeah, he and yeah, and then he got to jump out of an airplane with them. 
<laughs> the yeah. owners came down to jump out of an airplane with him. So that was pretty cool. And, um, and, you know, I think uh, he, he loves that watch and, and it's very easy to see why even, you know, I talked to other they're people beautiful. in the past. Yeah. And I talked to other people in the past. They always say um, they're very impressed with the quality of, of their finishing and, mm-hmm. and their bracelets. And I think that, that that's very evident. And when you see them in person, um, they, they always like that. And I had experience with their divers before. Um, they're, they're, they're just so good. And, and one of the things that is, is very decisive is very different because their watches are kind of like more squarey on the case. Yeah. Um, they don't so feel the large. Being, like that, yeah, most they of don't. them look 39 mils. Yeah, like, exactly. Just to the eyes. I know, I'm pretty sure yeah. the ones that we were looking at were the 41s, the essence yeah. 41s. I think there were some 43s there too. But yeah. to be honest, like the 43 and the 41 could have been sitting right next to each other. I didn't even yeah. notice a difference. Exactly. Like they just all looked like they were barely 40 yeah. millimeters. And the black also, yeah. I feel like it makes the it makes the the crown and everything kind of shrink a little bit smaller. If you will, like the stainless steel, you can tell because it's kind of shiny. So you can see the outside of it where the black, it just kind of melts yeah. into like a yeah. very small shape, kind of compact. Yeah, I definitely I was digging the black stuff. I, I think the coolest thing about their watches was the engineering. Yes. Looking at the case backs, very similar to, to EB, if you will, where they use hex screws to hold on the case mm-hmm. back. These aren't your standard screw-in case backs. And then even yep. their bezels on the essences were, were held on by four screws or something like that, like yeah. little hex screws, which yeah. is a, that's a cool touch. Like that's that goes back to having something unique. Someone sees that, they're like, whoa, mm. what is that? I've never seen that before. That's mm. not a pressure fit bezel or just a click on, yeah. you know, with a with a click spring looking thing. It, yeah. it, it looks cool. Yeah. And, you, and you know, you have that spring that they have on the case itself yes that you can push up on and and stuff like that and like you said it's just a lot of engineering um in those watches and you can tell they're very engineering forward you can tell they're very uh very knowledgeable in, in that side of the house everything's thought through i think the probably the coolest one i'm looking at right here is that field the field watch that they had mm-hmm. those things were super cool like yeah. almost um they almost like when I first looked at them, I was like, what is that? Like a Timex, uh, what's the Timex field, uh, the, that, that super popular field watch that they uh, have that looks so similar to it, um, K-shape-wise. Yeah. Damn, it's escaping my mind right the now. The camper, it's like camper. a camper. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like almost yeah. that same K-shape, but, and I don't, I don't know if they're made out of, um, I'm trying to look up what, uh, what material they're made out of. If they're just stainless steel or if they're um because they look like they're made out of titanium yeah oh they are titanium okay yeah so they're grade two titanium yeah they're so thin and then the shape on them like from the front they just look like a normal watch shape but mm-hmm. when you turn them to the side they have that cool like almost a vortex shape where it was yeah you know straight and then angled lugs where it's like yeah. a you know they're not smooth yeah. round edges exactly. they kind of cool kind of a mixture of shapes but that was yeah, that was a really of, cool watch for a me lot too. of angular they, yeah and the color range on those were sick like that that's that's what impresses me you know like i i own a doxa sub 300 in the aquamarine and that was really like my first 
bright color watch you know i've never been a white dial watch guy i'm sure i will i'm sure there's a watch out there that i'll fall in love with that's a white dial but just generally speaking like i do a lot of hunting mm. animals have way better eyesight than we do yeah. <laughs> i can i can spot like i can spot if you had a white dial watch on and you're standing in the wood line i could yeah. probably spot you a good 500 yards away just yeah, from yeah. seeing that white circle because nothing else yeah. in that that tree line is white nothing else yeah you know around in the surroundings are white so in my head as a hunter i'm thinking okay well black would would seem like the smartest yeah, plan. Yeah, or greens yeah. or browns yeah. generally yeah. stick with those colors but after getting the aquamar aquamarine it's kind of got that wheel turn and run like yeah. well you don't all you don't you, you, yeah. not all your watches have to be the like weird hunting you know what i mean dude like you can, yeah. you can just wear these you know everywhere else so like it's kind of got me like liking that and, yeah, and yeah. thinking you know what i mean like not every watch has to be for a certain specific yeah, yeah. uh subject not every watch i own has to be to wear hunting so i've kind of yeah, yeah. gotten out of that habit a little bit more yeah. and that that docs has helped me so i i definitely think and at 1640 i thought that they were more than that yeah, I thought they were like reef the reef GMT prices, which is Doxa price range twenty six hundred dollars. The the essence ones, the the splash, which was the the pretty colors that we were looking at in that that black carbon case, they're sixteen forty. Yeah, that's a pretty damn good deal for for is, something yeah. that is that unique, that uh, engineer. Because obviously you're gonna pay more prices generally yeah. for something that is new. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or um, proprietary if you will you'll you'll generally end up paying a little bit more money for it but i feel like at sixteen hundred dollars it's it's not far off i feel like it's a pretty good value for for what you're getting yeah no i agree and you know their their watches are chronometers certify carbon so fiber lot. composite yeah so they light they're, they're providing a lot you know i feel like that, that that definitely could fall into my range of um i kind of like have this fun thought experiment sometimes where i'm like well if i'm gonna get like a one watch to do everything with i think one of these carbons could easily fall into that category yeah like, even just not even have to get a bright color one but like you could just get a black um dial version of the carbon but the carbon's so light i feel like it you could just wear it doing anything and it's not gonna bother yeah. you it's not gonna bother you working yeah. out it's not gonna bother you you know doing swimming doing any other activities because it's just yeah. super light and it almost would be it like is. something that disappears on your wrist yeah yeah no, cool and i mean it, it, for and sure. for those experiments like or for people that are looking for a one watch you know this is a chronometer certified watch so you're getting you know a quality movement that is regulated and and has been tested yep. that stuff so you can do a lot of stuff with it um yeah they they're great watches and it was great to see them there for sure for sure. tough as nails too yeah oh yeah 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 i'd be curious to see like yeah like one of these after years five ten years of just like one dude wearing this thing throughout you know every single day of his life you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. what does it look like after that how does the finish hold up yeah you yeah know? that is true that's all the stuff yeah. i'm curious about as a watch guy but that was cool yeah. that was probably one of the larger companies there i think i think mm -hmm. formex is definitely yes. on the uh i think devon most expensive out of any, all the watches there. yes for sure yeah. everything else was generally um a thousand and below i yeah. don't know exactly how much those, those jack mason um 
the new yeah, chronographs that they had sitting there were, but I know the strata timers are about 900 or so. Yeah. About 900. That, I think that was yeah. the most expensive ones from them. And uh, the other ones about, about $700 for the divers and yeah. so on. And so on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Dryden actually was, I think now that I'm thinking about it in my head just right now, uh, I think Dryden is one of the, ow, you know, leg cramp. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think Dryden was definitely one of the uh, the more affordable, if you will, price ranges yeah. where his, his chrono uh, divers are at like the 270, the Pathfinders yeah. are like 470 or something like that. And yeah. I can't remember what the Heartlanders are, but it was cool yeah. to have a variety of prices. Yes. Too. Yes. No, I agree. You know, and, and for, for the vet, um, you know, the, the price ranges, the, the, it just the van itself is just, it was great, man. It was a great atmosphere. Yeah. yeah no, great talking atmosphere. to Wes there at the end, um, before I ended up heading out and he came up and he was like, what do you, what do you think? And I was like, dude, it was, it was fun. Like, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, are you guys going to do it next year? And he was like, I think we are. Um, yeah. they may do it in a different month, I think is what he said, but yeah, they're definitely going to come back to Dallas. I know Jack Mason's going to be in a different, um, building by then, yeah. but it definitely be cool to see. And I think they said they're doing one in Atlanta next year at some point, yep. which would be cool to go out and see. Um, he asked about other brands, you know, like what other brands would we want to see? I want to see Resco. I would love to see Resco. Resco would be great, man. Resco. Dude, that'd be so sick. Seeing Resco there would be amazing. You know, another brand that I would like to, for people to get their hands on a little bit, um, uh, it would be Traska because I know a lot of people don't don't, oh, yeah, don't be believe sick. me that Traska does the, the 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 coating that it makes it makes it very 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 resistant to scratches. Which now that I bring that up, Jack Mason has some watches. They're coated to the same level of hardness of Traska, which is twelve hundred Vickers. Um, so that's, uh, that's going to be interesting because that's going to be providing something that, you know, for the people that are kind of snubby about getting scratches, um, if you don't like scratches, you know, those watches are very far few in between to provide something that, um, that increases the level of hardness that much, you know, for reference, I said this before watches are typically 300, 400, uh, Vickers in the in the harness scale and 1200 is is a lot more <laughs> well, yeah and that's a game changer for people like us who work and yeah. you know do stuff outside work out yeah. uh work with fence work with cows yeah. work you know outside just doing uh outside activities yeah, yeah like i had a i had a steinhardt 42 ocean one and that thing is just standard stainless steel and that thing just scratched a piss before i yeah. before i ended up you know, trading <laughs> it off to a buddy but yeah. That that is a huge thing, and refinishing watches is a yeah. thing. You know, I mean, you can only refinish material so many times because yeah. it's going to take away that material. Every scratch that's taking yeah. away material yeah. from that piece of metal, and yeah. and people people also probably don't think about this is like, is that watch company going to be around ten years from now? Exactly. Are yeah. you going to be able to replace that case when it comes down yeah. to it, or is it just going to be something that you're going to have to say goodbye to, or it's just going to you know sit in your drawer until you die, and then somebody's going to get it and it gets thrown away anyways? Yeah, that's that's definitely a weird thought that I have sometimes, but it's reality. Um, yeah, I think with you know obviously like Rolex and Omega, you're you're probably okay. Those companies have been yeah. around so <laughs> yeah. damn long. You know, I don't foresee them failing, but 
that is something to think about with with independent brands and here's another thing too is like independent brands that started because of covid yeah yeah (laughs) everybody all of a sudden all of a sudden everybody's a construction worker yeah all of a sudden everybody's a watchmaker now because of covid happened and and they couldn't go to their job and and now they're just you know a watchmaker which is it's silly for me to think about but there's like some brands that that i think about where i'm like i don't know if they'll be around five years from now yeah i just don't you know what i mean like you 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 see some companies um going up market very quickly and sometimes they move up market so quickly that their capabilities can't keep up with it which will inevitably make them go under that's just i think part of the game but yeah i think yeah i think uh i think trashco would be sick to see um I would also like to see Jake and Sangin up there yeah. at an event. You know what I mean? Like, let, yeah. let's let's get these things in hand. You know what I mean? So people yeah. can see what these things are about. And yeah. and that's the thing with me is like, I I'll tell you right now, like unless I've you know know somebody who's had it and I really trust their opinion and I and I like what they like and they like what I like. You know what I mean? If we have similar tastes, yeah. I might take their value on on what they're saying. But like to just go drop twelve hundred dollars on an independent watch that's hard yeah, yeah hard for me to do that's real hard yeah. for me to just go go do that and and sleep well at night because <laughs> nine times yeah. out of ten you know and and this happens with other you know watches under 500 i've gotten yeah and i just go i don't think that's it and i end yeah. up moving it you know what i mean yeah. and then you're taking a 30 to 50 percent loss because yeah, most yeah. independent brands they're not going to hold 100 yeah, yeah. value those like well, i'll just go buy one brand new yeah but that would be cool see saying and watches in person yeah. and, and let people check those things out yeah yeah no i agree i think it would be great to to continue to grow it you know because at the end of the day like you were saying you know there's um th- there's different things for for everyone you know like some people like something some people like something completely different to what i like i was just yeah. talking to cody today you know about some watches and i was like you know i'm biased because i'm so I'm, in my head i i I think I, I believe that I'm a that I'm a legit diver, but I'm a desk diver for life, you know. Like I I, I dive in Never my, too in my to get certified, yeah, dude. I I dive in my bathtub, but for whatever reason, <laughs> I think that that I, I'm diving for real, and uh, and you know that's that's my Achilles thing, you know. Like I, I love divers, um, all, all kind of divers, but for someone else, they like field watches or something else yeah. and something else and pilot and watches, what, dress watches yeah, yeah, there's, pilot, there's yeah, something yeah. for everyone yeah exactly and and it you know that's uh that was that was great uh to be able to have an event like that and continue to grow it man that's amazing and to be able to do it here in the united states you yeah. know that's amazing because you know majority of 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 events um are outside the united states and yeah. you know unfortunately you're going to get a lot of the same coverage every time um yeah from and like the, the what drives me nuts is like we've got these companies who are putting out watches and they send them to the same shill media guys <laughs> yeah. the same stuff every time <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's hard for us as independent media you know because yeah. that's pretty much what we are as independent yeah, media yeah. my blog and and your podcast yeah it's hard for us to even get a foot in the door to talk to most of these people yeah like some like a lot of these companies just won't email you back they won't yeah. message you back on Instagram. Like the, it's just the way the world, if you don't have 10,000 plus followers, you know, yeah. sometimes they just don't even bat an eye at you, but 
getting to go and shake hands with them, I feel like that's a game changer because it's yes. it's hard for them to ignore you at that point. And, and you, yeah. you get to have that personal, you know, experience where it's like, hey, I'm another human being, you're another human being. You know, yeah. we're both enthusiasts. And then I feel like stuff gets gets uh, or grows more and better in that atmosphere, if you will. Yeah, no, I agree. So, yeah, that was uh, that was the show. It was um, that was the brands that were there. They were, uh, um, you know, very willing to answer people questions, very willing to to let people try stuff. It was it was a great event. I enjoy it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed meeting you. I think it was uh, it was a great time. I was there, man, for all the the whole time, five hours, <laughs> the, the yeah, whole five dude. hours, and um, and the like food you said, was killer, bro. I wish I yeah. knew the name of that damn food truck that came. I can't remember the name. Yeah, of it. I can't remember the, they had the, those the sliders, bro. Oh man, those sliders bro, those were on fire, dude. The one with fire. the one that had jalapenos and the freaking yes. uh, the crunched up onions on it. Yes, amazing. Oh it was really good. So um yeah I, I i hope to 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 be able to attend it again and continue to attend it in the future um, sure, wherever yeah. they make it because amazing event i think um i think it was a great thought from the notice guys amazing the jack mason was able to support it here uh, there in dallas texas and um and i can't wait man it's it's gonna be amazing yeah we gotta um i'm definitely i don't know about you but i'm definitely gonna try and uh swing the next year in april one that's gonna be in atlanta yeah it's supposed to be a pretty cool location I, i'm not gonna talk about it because i don't think wesley would want me to but it would be pretty sweet to go to that one uh for sure yeah. and maybe we could even coordinate with jason um to get over there too and then we could do a a, a three-way talk about that one as well oh for sure and cody cody lives in a and yeah that would so be sick too that'd yeah. be great and the, like um i know stay tuned because i'm definitely gonna have the dryden guys um i'm uh, jerry i'm gonna talk to to raven um i i would like to have every single brand that was there in the show yeah dude and i have talked to pretty much too, yeah yeah I talked to every every brand in there, and they're willing to come in and talk to everyone, answer questions. So, for everyone out there that wants to ask questions to these brands, send them out because uh, you know I'll ask them. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean that's what, that's what we're here for is to bring exactly. You know, we're independent guys who are just wanting to bring. Yeah. Like you got, like I I got a chance today to listen to um, your episode with Dan. On yeah. timely moments if, if you guys are listening to this and you haven't listened to that episode yet episode 80 on the timely uh yeah. on the zulu time podcast sorry yeah. um with alex here they they did one and and they were talking about that on there you know about about being independent and, yeah. and bringing different views and values to the table that that necessarily aren't there yeah. all over the place like it's like even the urban gentry we talked about him yeah um when we were there i just watched an episode of his yesterday and he made the exact same comment where yeah. there is almost no independent media groups anymore they're all, yeah. they're all almost all owned by somebody and it's yeah. left to us the enthusiasts to bring this information out this you know truthful information yeah where we're not we're not being paid by somebody we're yeah. not given free stuff to to say stuff you know like untruthful stuff we are yeah. here to bring honest information to just help like-minded people but yeah. like you, like you said you know not everybody is going to have the same opinion as us but we i yeah. feel like at the end of the day as a community we just need to respect each other more 
yeah, we yeah. need to be we need to be okay with having different opinions yeah. and having different tastes. And like you said, you're <laughs> yeah. like, bro, I don't care if you tell me that my grand steak goes a piece of shit. Like, I, yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, it doesn't make my view of it change. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like we just need to respect each other's opinions more. I yeah, feel like yeah. it's, it's healthier for the community. Yeah, we got to stop the nonsense and just be good, independent, you know, people and bringing good information. That's what. It's yeah, all yeah, about. no, for for sure. You know, that's one of the things that we uh, when uh, me and Cody were doing the the episode that saturday and um we were talking about the swatch blank pan uh blank pana watch and uh i you know he was surprised that it's not for me because i'm a diver guy but it wasn't yeah. it, it's not a watch for me and he loved we it. touched it bro yeah, like yeah. both of us touched it we yeah got, I, i'll tell you right now it felt cheap yeah, yeah you know which obviously yeah it's a plastic yeah, yeah. watch it didn't plastic, feel like it was worth 450 dollars. Yeah, i can no. say that without a doubt yeah. Yeah. You know, but like like we said, there's going to be a group of people who enjoy it for what it is. And there's going to be some people like my I think my biggest takeaway from it is like it's emulating a twelve thousand dollar watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go spend twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I, I will never spend twelve thousand dollars on a watch. I think that's silly as hell. Yeah. But for some people, it's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll never spend twelve thousand dollars on a watch, but I will spend four hundred fifty dollars yeah, exactly. to get one that's very similar to it. You exactly, know, yeah. Which at the end of the day, that there's different strokes for different folks. Exactly. Yeah. Cool if if you like it, different you like it. Yeah. If you yeah. like it, you like it. Um, don't don't buy it from a from from a flipper that's trying Scalpers. to sell it to you for for six grand. Um, just just wait and buy it for four hundred. <laughs> you know, we were talking about that too. Um, who were we talking about? I think it was Resco, the Resco guys, where yeah. uh, scalpers were going and posting their yeah, watches yeah, before yeah. they'd even got them yet, dude. And yeah. they would go on and then cross-reference yeah. the emails and names and yeah. then cancel their order. Oh, the like, the Studio Underdog. Studio, Studio Underdog. Underdog. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's who it was. You're, Studio you're Underdog. There, yeah, yeah. Bro, that gives the same Hilarious. thing. The watch hadn't even dropped yet, and people yeah. were already listing it for fifteen hundred dollars or fifteen hundred euros yeah. on freaking eBay, bro. Like yeah. that. That's just yeah. despicable. Shame on you. People who are doing that. If that's one of you and you're one of the listeners, you need to reevaluate your life. Take a step back. Look in the mirror and yeah. think about what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, well, that's pretty much it. Um, I thought this would be a great episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Um, I really appreciate you, Justin, coming in, um, having to talk about it. It was a great event. I enjoyed it. Um, enjoy enjoy your company over there. So hopefully, you enjoy this episode, too. And, um, and yeah, man, um, th thanks for coming in, for sure. Absolutely, brother. I consider you a dear friend, and, and I had a blast hanging out with you, and I've had a blast tonight, you know, recording this episode and kind of recapping sure. on it for the people for sure look forward to to more future endeavors and more watch events uh, to link up at for sure for sure and uh for everyone out there a um you know how to find them go to uh Rican team watch blog on um instagram and also the website so you can go in uh read some some good uh content in there uh, and his pictures, his pictures on Instagram are high quality, man. I gotta tell you, high quality. So that. go, yeah, go enjoy it. some of that content and, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the episode. Uh, stay tuned. Um, we'll have some, some more conversations in the future and see you guys later. 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 Later.